Ketubot Daf Kaf, the last thing we were discussing was uh, two witnesses that were signed on a contract and they died and another two witnesses came and said, listen, we know this is their signature, just they were under four, so they were Ketanim or they were Psulim, so you have to believe them unless there was some other signature of these witnesses that was verified by Betin. And the Gemara asked, Okay, let's say there was other signatures, and these people are saying they're no good, but the signatures are saying they're good. We still extract payment from this contract, even though there's two witnesses saying it's a no good contract. And Rav Shashat wanted to say that it shows you that hasha contradicting witnesses has to be like Hazama, where you're proving witnesses as conspiring witnesses, that they're being false witnesses. And it has to be done in their face. So witnesses have to contradict the other one in the, uh, face-to-face. Otherwise, it doesn't count. And with that, we're starting Kaf Amud Aleph, three lines in, where it says, Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman told Rav Sheshat, Ilu Avu Kaman. If the witnesses signed on this contract were in front of us, Umar Hishin Lehu. And you have witnesses who are uh, contradicting them. We would count it as a contradiction. It would be two against two. And we wouldn't pay attention to the witnesses on this contract. Because the witnesses on the contract, it's a, it's a testimony that's been contradicted. And we don't pull out money on something that's in Safek. Now, the witnesses that are signed on the contract, they passed away. They're not there anymore. If they were in front of us, we don't know what they would have answered. Maybe they would have agreed that maybe they were Anus, maybe they're Ketanim, Pasul. How could you believe them? Could you really say they're believed? There's a chance that they would have agreed to this. Rather, Rahman says, Okay, Tere, Lahade, Tere. You have to do two verses two. You have to leave the money in the hands of whoever's holding it right now. Meaning if the, the borrower is holding it, then you have to keep it by him. And if the lender is holding it, then you, you, then uh, you keep it by him. It becomes like the case with the, with the money, the assets of Barshatya. Barshatya was a person. The Barshatya Zabin Nikse. The Barshatya was a person who was sometimes competent, sometimes not. He sold a piece of land. And after a while, he said, no, I was not competent, and the sale is not a sale. Two witnesses came and said, when he was out of it, when he was not normal, he was not competent, that's when he sold it, and it's not a sale. And two witnesses came and said, no, he was competent when he sold it. You have to put two verses two. And you have to leave the, the land in the hands of Barshatya. And we only say that that we leave the land by Barshatya, by the original seller, is Dafka if it's his father's land, meaning he got it as an inheritance. If it wasn't his father's land, then Amrinan Keshehu Shoteh Zabin, you could always say, go with that Shita all the way. If you really want to say it's his land, then he bought it when he was not competent either. When he sold it, he wasn't competent. Then say that when he originally bought it way back when, he was also not competent. The sale wasn't a sale. Meaning, Gitana wouldn't be a good Tana. And Amar Abhu, and Mezimin Ta'idin, Ela Bifnehim. 
when we bring witnesses to prove that these witnesses were false witnesses, they're conspiring, they're bad, they're liars, you could only do it if the two new witnesses come and testify in these people's face. And again, if we were trying to make them conspiring witnesses, and they're not here, okay, fine, we won't call them conspiring witnesses, we won't call them and we'll punish them. However, it is a contradiction, and it knocks out their testimony. And Amar more. Let's go back to the Brayta. If there's witnesses that this is their signature, or if there's somewhere else where their signature is on, and it was a it was a contract, a document that there was a claim against it, and they brought it to Betin, and Betin verified it. And at that point, there's proof against you. Uh, so therefore, we don't believe these witnesses now. Now, the Gemara is trying to be medayek something, trying to infer, if there was a claim against those uh, contracts and it was brought to Betin, okay, and Betin uh, verified it in. In that case, you have to say that this contract now goes against what these witnesses are saying. Let's say there was never a problem with this uh, document. They never had to bring it to Betin. So in that case, we can't use it to, uh, to to prove against the the words of the idim right now that maybe they were anus or something happened, and that's mesaye ale the Rabbi Asi helps Rabbi Asi the Amar Rabbi Asi en mekaimin ashtar ela mishtar shekara alav arar bechazak bebetin. We cannot verify signatures on a contract unless it was from another contract that there was a claim against it. It was brought to Betin and Betin verified. So once Betin uh, said this is his uh, signature, then we could uh, compare signatures. And they said in Ashtar, we do not verify a contract. It has to be two real verified documents, documents that are in use. Or if it's uh, two contracts on, on two fields that the contract is in use. And the Rashba explains, not Dafka this uh, type of contract, any type of contracts. And uh, the, the Ran says, no, Dafka, uh, a or a uh, or a contract having to do with land. And again, the person uh, using it has to be there for three years. Shofi and without without uh, nobody bothering him, no one protesting, everyone being quiet. And Amar Rav Shimi Bar one more uh, condition: mitahat yad And the contract that we're comparing it to has to be in the hands of someone else. About miyad but if the contract where we're comparing signatures is in his hand, law, then you can't uh, use it. Why is it that if it's under his hand, you cannot uh, verify, you cannot uh, compare contracts? Very simply, because maybe he copied it, maybe he's plagiarizing it, maybe he's just uh, cheating the whole thing. Even if the contract is someone else, you could also say he went, he saw the contract, came back, copied it. The Gemara says, A person's not that good. He can't uh, be exact if he just saw it and went home and copied it. No one's that good. So we're not worried he plagiarized uh, up to that extent. A person can write his testimony on a uh, on a piece of paper, on a document, and he could use this to testify with it even after a couple of years. 
Now that's the way Rashi explains the sugya, the Ramban. He brings different shita from of Gaon. Here we're talking about uh, where where someone told uh, a scribe or someone told the witness, right, that I, I owe this person money, and he forgot, didn't write it, and after a couple of years, he remembered to write it. Or we're talking about a situation where someone saw something, he wrote down the testimony of what he saw. And now, let's say this case comes to court a couple of years later, he's allowed to bring that paper with him. Something like that. Either way, a person could use that document even after a couple of years. That's Dafka if he could remember what happened without looking at the paper. Even if he doesn't remember it on its own, rather he has to look at uh, the contract just to remember it. And Amara Ba Shmami Namid Yohanan, what do you understand from Rabbi Yohanan? Hane two people know testimony, when one of them forgot, Matkar one could remind the other. So now Ibayadehu. Can a person remind himself when I mean, he starts talking and then ah now everything comes back to him? My, what would be the halakha there? So Rav Habiba Amar Afilu Atzmo, a person can remind himself. More bereder Rav Amar Atzmo Lo. If he's if he's reminding himself, no, then he cannot testify. Bilcheta Atzmo Lo. And really, the halakha, the the person cannot remind himself when it comes to testimony. Could be he'll uh, remember a certain point. Uh, that's not exact, it could be uh, something will go wrong, but when someone else is explaining it to him, or someone else is reminding it, then a person's not going to tell him a lie, no one's going to remind him something that, that's not true, because no one's going to sin if it's not for himself. However, if he's a tamid hacham, then then he can even remind himself. And the idea is we're going to rely that if a person has a safek and what does he has to say, the tamid hacham won't lie, he won't uh, testify in court on something that's a maybe. And it's like the following case. Ravashen had a testimony on Ravkana. Do you remember that uh, situation? Do you, can you testify? I don't remember. So Ravkana told him, Don't you remember this and this happened? I don't remember. After a while, Ravashen remembered the testimony. As he lay, and uh, he testified for Rav Kana. Hazir Rav Kana mehasem. Rav saw that Rav Kana was worried. Uh, is that a real testimony? Is it not? Did the rabbi really remember it or not? Rav told me, you think I'm uh, relying on you? And now the Ramayana I reminded myself and I remembered. Now, Tananatam, we learned that Hateluliyot, these uh, small man-made hills, Hakerovot, that are close. Now, what does close mean? Ben Nair, whether these hills are close to the city or they're close to the highway or to the side streets. Whether they're old hills, new hills, they're all Tameh Misafek. Why? What are we worried? We're worried that maybe a woman had a miscarriage. She took the fetus and she buried it in this hill. The ones that are far from the city or from the highway. Hadashot, the new ones, Tehorot, Tehor, because if anything uh, like that would happen, people would know. Yeshanot, old ones, if they're old hills, Temeot. Ezohi, Keroba, what's considered a close hill? Hamishim Ama, if it's 50 Amot away from the city or from the highway, Ve'ezohi, Yeshana, and what's considered old? Shishim Shana, the very Bimir, Bimir holds, 60 years is considered old. Rabbi Uda, Omer, 
Kerobah means she'en Kerobah Hemena. There's nothing closer than that hill. That's the closest hill. Yeshana, what's an old one? She'en Adam Zohra. Nobody remembers it. Even the oldest guy in the city doesn't remember when that used to be flat. So it's been around for a long time and uh, therefore it's considered old. Now, my ayir, my derech. What's considered ayir? What's considered a derech? What's going on? If we're talking about the city, mamash, the actual city, derech, derech, mamash, the actual highway, then misefeka, mi mehazkinan tumah. From a safek, do we say that a rishut rabim or a very normal place is considered tameh? said, they found an excuse, uh, nothing really strong, not strong logic, but they found an excuse and they were, Hachamim were metaher the entire Eretz Israel. So if Hachamim found an excuse to be metaher Eretz Israel, why are we saying this? Uh, why are we trying to find an excuse for this uh, hill to become Tameh? So Amar Avzera, when we say, when we're talking about hills, we're talking about Ayir, Ayir HaSemuchad Bet the city that's near the cemetery. V'derech, or a path, or Ayderech Bet HaKvarot, or it's on the way to the cemetery. So like Mashiach says, Bishlamah, Ayderech Bet HaKvarot, I understand why on, on the path to the cemetery, okay, why would people bury in the hill over there? Because there's Yemini, the Mitrameh Ben HaShemashot, sometimes we're trying to bury someone, it's uh, it's close to Ben HaShemashot, Friday night. Umakru Kavru Betel, and it could be that they buried uh, the dead person in that hill. That's not on the way to the cemetery. city that's uh, close to the cemetery. Why should we say that there's uh, there's any tumah over there? Misafek. Everyone uh, goes to the cemetery. You could just walk right there. You're not so far away. So Amar Now what's the real story? Because women who had miscarriages, that's where they put those fetuses. And those who have boils, sometimes their body parts fall off. That's where they bury it over there. For the first 50 Amot, which is not so far from the city, they walk by themselves. More than that, then she'll bring someone with her. And then, okay, then we'll just walk all the way to the cemetery. And if not, then we know about it. Bottom line is, if we're not sure about an area in itself, we're not going to say it's Tameh, especially in a place that's far. And What do you understand from Rabbi Meir? Now, remember that one line that Rabbi Meir said, that 60 years is considered old. So what do you understand? Testimony. For 60 years, a person would remember. But after 60 years, a person can't remember. And like a message of that's not true. You can't bring a proof from that. Because Hatam, with that hill, it's not up to anyone specific. Take the old man in the city. At no point in his life was he supposed to take into account, was there a hill, was there not a hill? So if, if it's not up to him to remember, then he's not going to remember more than 60 years of Al-Hakha. But let's say a person saw a, a, a car crash, let's say, or someone saw something like that. Kevan since he's the witness and he wrote it down, then then he could remember that testimony even more than 60 years ago. Next, Mishnah. 
Ketav Yadoshal Haveri. Witness number one says, This is my signature, that's my friend's signature. Omer, and the second witness who signed says, Zektav Yadi, Vezektav Yadoshal Haveri. This is my signature, that's my friend's signature. Hare Elune Manin, they believed on everything. Zeomer, Zektav Yadi, Vezeomer, Ketav Yadi. Witness one says, That's my handwriting. Witness two says, That's my handwriting. Rabbi says you have to bring a third person to testify on both their signatures. Hachamim says you don't have to bring in another person. The person is believed to say this is mine. So when a person says this is my signature and he says it's his signature, then we verify the entire document and that's good enough. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.